Good morning from Skift. For daily updates in your inbox, subscribe to the Skift Daily Newsletter at skift.com/daily. It's Friday, April 9th in New York City, and now here's what you need to know about the business of travel today. A fledgling UK booking platform has won a contract from the US government to help it book short-term accommodations for federal agency workers, signaling a resilient sector for travel companies to turn to. Short-term rental specialist Alto Vida, which specializes in corporate housing, has been selected by the US Federal Employee Relocation Center as its official booking platform, replacing a relocation company specialist. Corporate housing is a highly regulated area, but offers opportunities for growth for travel companies in the face of diminished traditional business travel and the rise of remote working, writes corporate travel editor Matthew Parsons. The US Agriculture Department, for example, is now looking at a broader array of new remote work policies, remote duty stations, and other flexible schedule options, according to reports. The department employs a total of 100,000 people in the US and abroad. Outside the public sector, short-term rental specialists stand to benefit from new flexible work patterns as organizations sell their offices or redesign them for hybrid use. Employees will increasingly look for short-term stays to work on projects with colleagues or be situated nearer their company's headquarters. Next, a new airplane seat prototype called the Freedom Seat, offering passengers with restricted mobility the ability to fly seated in their own wheelchairs, is making the rounds quietly within the airline community in a quest to become the first certified wheelchair in-flight seating. Contributor Ruthie Munoz writes that Freedom Seat is the brainchild of an undisclosed major airline and Hank Scott, CEO of Denver-based Milan La Bay Seating. It is essentially a wider economy aisle seat that slides over the neighboring chair, leaving open a space for a wheelchair to securely lock into place. The size of the potential market that such an innovation would assist is growing. A market study released by the Open Doors organization shows that 27 million US travelers with disabilities took a total of 81 million trips and spent 58.7 billion dollars on travel in 2018 through 2019, up from 34.6 billion dollars in the prior 2015 study. Scott said that he's hopeful that the Federal Aviation Administration will certify his wheelchair and make life better soon for passengers with disabilities. Finally, after laying off more than 400 employees, about one-fifth of its staff a year ago, quasi-hotel company Sonder not only survived the pandemic but is now being wooed to go public through a merger with a blank check company. Executive editor Dennis Shaw writes that Sonder, which signs master leases with landlords to turn units into short-term rentals, is in talks to merge with special-purpose acquisition company Gore's Metropolis II Inc., a move that could value the combined entity at 2.5 billion dollars, Bloomberg reported. Sonder is the latest travel-related firm to get swept up in the special-purpose acquisition company frenzy over the last year. Sonder has raised some 560 million dollars in funding to date and was reportedly valued at around 1.3 billion dollars during its last fundraise. For more travel stories and deep dives into the latest trends, head to skift.com. For more insight into the business of travel, subscribe to the Skift Daily newsletter at skift.com/daily. Spoken layer.